Welcome back to the Fadi Show podcast, guys. Hey, how's everyone doing? I have nothing prepared. This is a raw dog episode. Welcome to the raw dog podcast, where we just rogging the dogs. That we just dog the rogs. We just. Hey, man, I'm gonna just take this sip of coffee and chill out for a second. How's everybody doing? We're back. We're back. How did you guys like the last episode? Come on. That was that was a great one. I loved it. I loved it. I'm happy I had my homie Tito make an appearance on the Fada Show podcast. We had some some good convo. Some good funny convo. You know, just comedians doing comedy shit. Doing doing comedian things and stuff. Stop playing with us. Yeah, man. She's beautiful. She's beautiful. Ha. Man, this coffee is delicious. Feels like I haven't done a podcast in forever, even though I did it last week. Literally feels like forever ago. What do we talk about? This is what we're going to talk about. I'm going to pick the subject. We're going to talk about love. Psych, nah. Fuck, I look like. We're going to talk. I'm saying that as if as if it's the worst thing on planet Earth. Nah. What we're going to talk about in today's episode is um, just the sheer amount of books that got burned during the Holocaust. You know, books that just weren't made by Jewish people even. Just books that are about, you know, cooking. A Jewish, a Jewish food, you know, a Jewish cuisine. Why did they have to burn those? What you you don't like some? I don't even know a Jewish food. No, that's not what the podcast is about. I'm just bullshitting. What is going on in the world, fellas, guys, homies, click, gang, bud? What is going on in the world? I feel like shit hasn't. I don't feel like the world got motion right now. Is it just me or does the world just not have motion? I would really like to know how um, everybody felt about that uh, last week's episode, though, because uh, I really enjoyed it. And the bonus episode is on Patreon. Two fun hours. And the second hour was kind of, you know, it's kind of introspective. It was a little it got a little deep towards the end. And I was like, huh? Then my friend was like, "You should, you should post this episode, the the deep one, on the as as a public, and then, you know, the funny one on Patreon. So that you know people can get access to this deep thought process that we're having. I'm like, they don't give a fuck about that. <laughs> they want the funny one. The funny one got to be the public one. No, but the both episodes are super fun. But um, you know, the second one definitely goes into." What are we territory? What is this world territory? What is anything? Sometimes every now and then you just got to have an existential crisis. You're not human if you just don't every now and then go, wait, what? Wait, I know nothing? I know nothing and I am nothing? You got to do that. Not as a, you know, having, not even, not even confidence wise. Just, you know, 
wait, I even though I know a lot, it's just only scratching the surface of everything there is to know. And I actually don't know shit compared to what it what there is to know. You just gotta like, you know, check yourself sometimes or you'll just think you know everything. Meanwhile, there's a lot of information that you're dismissing because you just feel like you got the answers. If you feel like you got the answers, you're not going to search for anything else. You're not going to search for new information. You're just going to be stuck with what you got. You'll never evolve. I didn't even need to get, go that deep. This is supposed to be for the Patreon type shit. This is a, some tape, Patreon type shit. But yeah. Fun episode. I want to do more guests. More guests. I feel like every episode should be a guest. Just a comedian guest. Just carousel them. Just go through through the only four other English comedians in this city. And then just start over. <laughs> hey, you want to do your once in a month Fadi, the, the Fadi Show podcast episode? Fadi, I have a job. I'm not an influencer. Like I have to actually go work, you twat. I love that this is my job, though. It's a great job. It's a beautiful job. Beautiful job. You know? We live in life. We live in, we live in a gorgeous life. Hmm. Life is beautiful. You just got to appreciate it for real. You just got to appreciate, man. All you got to do is appreciate. If you don't appreciate, what are you doing? Let's see. Let's see what's going on on Twitter. I feel like something is going on in the world, or the app formerly known as Twitter. Oh, Trump is getting indicted again by the same district attorney that indicted Young Thug, Free Thugger. It's crazy. It's fucked up. It's fucked up. So I'm gonna just keep sipping this coffee until both the slams are out. Free Big Slime out the cage. Fuck you mean. No Gunna. Yes, actually. I really fuck with Gunna. I know. I'm, the thing is, that whole snitching thing, it meant nothing to people. People really fuck with Gunna still. The past two days, been been uh, kind of stressful though. Barely gotten any sleep. For like, I think each night I've gotten like, Five hours, which is, if you think about it, it's not terrible. But for me, I work out a lot. I work out six times a week. I'm 180 pounds. I'm going to need to rest. You know, this is a lot of weight that I'm carrying around all day, every day. So, you know, it is what it is. You got to take it one one day at a time. You got to take it one day at a time. Sir, yeah, Trump is getting indicted for I don't know what. Him and like I think he has like eighteen other co-defendants. Just twenty people getting indicted at the same time. He's getting RICO charges, same as Young Thug by the same district attorney. That's hilarious. RICO charges, Trump. (laughs) And they're like, turn yourself in. Fingerprint and mugshot, everything, all that. I don't even know. Is, is that legal? Can they do that? Can you can you sue the district attorney's office? You should be able to sue them, right? 
They're like, come here. I, I still don't know what he what did he do in Atlanta? Was he trapping in Atlanta? What was he doing? Was he scamming? What did Trump do to make people in Georgia so mad? Yeah, he's um, he's a funny fella, that Trump guy, that Trump fella. He's a, he's something else. That guy. <clears throat> I feel like holding the microphone. Let's see. Let's see how this. I'm very uh, comfortable with holding the microphone with all the stand-up that I've been doing. So, uh, how's everybody doing tonight? <laughs> uh, look at this guy. Funny hat. Funny hat. Where'd you get that? Goodwill? Haha. It's not funny. It's not funny. Can't say that. Can't say that. This is, this is this is my stand up set. Yep. My grandma <laughs> some some wild shit about my grandma. Just stray shots. It's fucked up. It's fucked up. Having a grandma is great. It's like having a grandma is like having an additional three moms. It's actually so sick. Shout out grandma, man. Always keeping you fed is crazy. First time in a long time. How are we sounding though? I think I feel like we're sounding pretty immaculate. Not gonna lie. I feel like we're sounding pretty immaculate. Ah, yeah, man, I'm just tired. You're you're allowed to be tired. I'm allowed to be tired. Can I be tired? Can I have this human emotion of being tired after having five hours of sleep two nights in a row? Is that allowed? I'm pretty sure it's allowed. I'm going to take advantage of how allowed it is. And I'm going to voice it very openly. Man, should I wear glasses? I feel like I'm squinting at a lot of things. <laughs> this is what we're on. This is a lazy episode. Everybody just, you know, lean back, put your feet up, kick your shoes off, and just be lazy with me. Like, just put on this podcast on whatever platform you watch it on or listen to it on. Just be fucking lazy with me a little bit. Just a little bit. Because if you're not lazy, at least once a week, you're not living it right. If you're not lazy, that means that means that all throughout the week, you didn't do shit. That means you didn't exhaust yourself enough to have a lazy day. If you exhaust, like if you really push yourself for six days in a row, you're going to be like, oh man. I am so tired. And you're going to KO. And have a lazy day. But if you're just chilling throughout the week, you're like, I don't need a lazy day. Of course you don't. All your days are lazy. So, uh, if you don't have one lazy day, 
All your days are lazy days. Sorry to break it to you. I'm sorry you have to find out this way on a comedy podcast. I'm sorry you have to find out how useless you are on the Fadi Show podcast. How do, you, how do we feel about the name, the Fadi Show? This was a very spontaneous name. I just picked some real quick. I don't think it's too late to rebrand, but I like it. I don't mind it at all. It's not a it's not one of those podcasts where it's like, oh, the flip side podcast. What the what are you what are you seeing? What are you saying? What is the flip side? The flip side of what? Well, anything. Up and down podcast. <laughs> Shut up. Pillow talk with Nancy. What? Stop it. Stop it. These goofy names. I mean, it makes sense. It's like a show. It's like any show. Why is any show named every anything? I guess it makes sense. But it's like... If the, if the, if the podcast is named after the subject that it's actually about, like real crime and it's talking about real crime cool but when it's just something very obscure like take care podcast and it's not about taking care i don't know i don't like it i don't appreciate it i don't appreciate the lies of these podcasters i'm about to start a podcast beef that's what i do we're just gonna be fighting each other with tripods the battle of the studio. <laughs> Just before other podcasts, bring a gun. Some shit I'd do. Some shit I'd do. It's a good investment. Getting a gun. You sometimes you gotta invest in yourself. If you don't invest in yourself, who's gonna invest in you? Get a gun. Get a firearm. Are you crazy? You have to look after yourself. You have to care about who you are. Because if you don't respect yourself, who will? So a Colt 45, Desert Eagle, you can't go wrong with either. Come on, guys. Let's get real. Let's get real. Get a gun. (laughs) I'm not even inciting violence. I'm just saying you have to self-care. Self-care. That's all I'm saying. Women buy face masks. Men. Get a, get a Glock. What are you doing? What are you doing as a man? You should have a Glock. Man. I don't have a gun. I don't have a gun. I'll just say that for the record. I have face masks. I don't have that either. I don't have self-care. That's crazy. There's no part of me that cares about myself. (sighs) I like the two angles. (laughs) Angle here, angle here. This one never makes it out to the public. I have an angle from this, uh, my laptop camera. That's recording me at the same time. That's just for me. To look at myself and jerk off. I just look really good from that angle. Um, No, I don't, actually. However, eh, you know, it's like, you know, 
It's cool. <clears throat> yeah, man. We're just having just Fadi and the gang having a lazy day. I should I should take more calls in. I want to take in just I don't know how I'm gonna do it. I think I'm gonna request people to send in like voice notes on Instagram or something. Because people are just sending me their problems and me trying to solve them real time. That would be funny. If people just send me a legitimate problem they have in their life and I just give them the worst advice, that would be hilarious. I just have like five each episode or something. That would be fun. Somebody asking me about, oh, my cat died. What do I do? First of all, bury it. Don't fucking leave it in the house. What has it been dead for two weeks? Why is it in the house? Second, just get a new cat. Just get in, just get a little kitten, and boom, you just wiped your hard drive. You're fine. You have a new cat to look after. You don't have time to worry about old dead cats in your backyard, buried. I remember one time, <laughs> this is so fucked up. Who would do this? But I remember one time, uh, one of my birds died. I had a little, like a little parrot. Um, bird died, and um, I buried it in a, in a backyard of the apartment complex that I was living in at the time. And, <laughs> oh man. I buried it and I put a little cross, like with two sticks. I just put a little cross. It's like, oh, this is the grave. I show up the next day to to visit <laughs> to visit my bird's grave, and somebody dug my shit up, bro. Somebody had dug up my dead bird. Who the fuck would do something like that? What kind of psychopath watches from the windows that I buried a dead bird and goes? say less just goes and digs it up and i didn't even see where they like they just took home the body i couldn't see the body anyway they didn't just pick it up and it's like oh it's a dead bird and threw it it was gone they took that shit home i remember one time i had a canary that died and i just buried it <laughs> between like two rocks and like the in, in the woods with my uh two friends like one of my friends and his older brother and his older brother was just a problem. He was just a problem child. But I buried the canary. The dead canary. And <laughs> I I show up the next day to visit my dead canary's grave. Pay my respects to my dead canary. It's fucking gone. Again, who the fuck is just following me stealing? These animals that meant so much to me. I was like, now they can rest in peace. No, they can't. Because I'm taking them. Who the fuck does something? And I think, I genuinely think that it was my friend's older brother. Because he was like, he was like a little over enthusiastic. Not enthusiastic, but overplaying it a little bit. He was like, oh my God, what happened to your canary? And now that I'm thinking about it, it was you probably fucking... Because how else... How else did it disappear? You knew I buried it there. And you were always up to some bullshit. 
I know you took my, give me my dead canary back. Put it back in the grave. Why are you digging up my dead animals? I'm I'm heartbroken over here. These motherfuckers are digging up, bro. The place, the place, the people that I fucking grew up with, man. I just fuck with you in weird ways. This should be one time. One of the uh, again, same dude, my friend's older brother. I'm guessing he didn't have any friends because everybody hated him. So he hung out with his younger brother and his friends, which was me and some other dudes. But oh, I'm getting a call. Hey, buddy, doing a podcast. Let me hit you back. Say what's up, though. Nice. <laughs> yeah, that was the homie Everett. Everett Noble. Yeah, man. Yeah, we're chilling. We're chilling, yeah. Yeah, just the people that I fucking grew up with, man. So weird. What did he, One time he just had like this key, this keychain. And then he attached like his keys to the to the fucking keychain, obviously. And he was like, "We're gonna hunt seagulls." I'm like, "What?" Him and like three more guys, maybe like four or five more dudes. They're all up to some bullshit all the time. Like they were so like, they were so like violent in the way that they were, and just their mannerism. They were so violent and so. You know, they were, I mean, they were boys. They were being boys. Boys being boys, right? But they were so fucking vicious. Psycho, psychopath shit. He would just attach a fucking key to, to a keychain and would run after baby seagulls that couldn't really fly yet. And was like, we're going to kill seagull babies. I'm going to just swing on seagull babies and kill them. And I was like, why would we do that? He's like, because they, cause they scream in the morning and they wake my dad up. <laughs> and they wake the whole family up in the morning, so I have to kill them. I mean, I guess he was being altruistic because he was like, "Hey, this is for," but I don't believe it. I don't buy it. I don't think he was doing it because he was like, "My dad works long hours. I want to make sure that he was not that kind of guy. He was a very different kind of guy. He was he wanted to kill a seagull and just came up. He just improvised a reason to why." He needs to kill baby seagulls. And just in the weirdest way. And he was like, we're going to put it in a box and bury it alive. I'm like, what does that have to do with your father waking up early? Why do you have to bury it alive? Isn't Kill it in that case. Just Why do you have to torture it as if it knows what it's doing? Just fucking waterboarding it. Russian fucking enhanced interrogation techniques. E-I-T. What y'all know about, about that E-I-T? Enhanced interrogation techniques. Yeah. That's what they called torturing people for answers in Iraq. When the U.S. military was there. I don't know what they were looking for. You know Osama wasn't there. Anyways. Yeah. I have a bunch of stories of my friends. If shit comes to mind, I'll, I'll tell it. Because it's like so dumb. We are so dumb. As kids, remember one time we um we wanted to build like a little a little car, like a wooden a fucking car. But let me see. You know those little cars that 
you know, kids build out of wood. And you put some wheels on it. And then, uh, let me see. I think I'll find a picture of it. This is not. It's not a soapbox. It is a soapbox. A soapbox. Why is it called a soapbox car? But anyways, it was like these fucking rinky-dinky little cars. Like, there's no fucking engine in it, obviously. You just, like, carried it. You just fucking drag it up a hill. And then you just, like, go down. Whatever. Yeah. And uh, one time I found, like, a bunch of fucking just wood. Just planks everywhere. And I was like, guys, I just found a bunch of planks. And we were like, oh, shit. We got to make a fucking soapbox. Because we were just little engineers. That's what we were doing. <laughs> we were just engineers at a young age. Like, people weren't people weren't hip. But, yeah. So, um, found a bunch of planks. And I was like, guys, we can use this to build a soapbox. So, we did. One morning, we wake up early. And we just, like, get to work. We just saw off these bunch of planks that... A fucking a school district had put over sandboxes in this kindergarten to make to not let cats poop in the sandbox, so that kids don't get sick when they play in the sam- sandbox from cat poop. We didn't know that at the time. We just thought we found a well. I just thought we found a bunch of planks, and I was like, guys, there's fucking planks. There's a plethora of planks. So we, you know, did what we did. We sawed it off and we built the thing. Like a week later, we just get a, we all get like a letter home. Because somebody in the apartment complex had, because there was like a billion houses, billion windows. And somebody had seen us just doing this shit. You're not allowed to do this shit. You can't just take property of fucking the school district. Or the school. And just saw it off and just make something. We're just being a bunch of little engineers. You know? People weren't supporting our, you know, our our little dreams that we had. But yeah. um, We got a letter home. And we all had to go see the principal. Somehow they all found out who we were. Like exactly who we were. Got our names and addresses just from seeing us in a window. And um, maybe somebody snitched me out or some shit. They probably did. And then we had to go on a meeting with the principal. This was like after school hours too. This wasn't even during school. It wasn't even our school. It was like a little kindergarten place. Like a preschool. But yeah. So um, we got to the principal's office. We had to go with our parents. And talk about, and I didn't know why we were going. So when we got there, they're like, "Did you saw off planks?" Off this, I was like, "Oh, that was your planks." They're like, "Yeah." They're like, "Yeah, I did." Put it back. <laughs> I'm like, "We cut it off. We made a car. we made a car, guys. We'll donate the car." It's like you can't do that again. Stop fucking with the planks. And we're like, "All right." And then from then on, we just like. Gave up this fucking soapbox dream that we had. And it's funny because uh, my uh, friend's older brother, he was so fat. 
And he was like, he was so violent. He was like, I'm going to try to ride it first. He sat on the car and just broke it. Like the wheels literally just fucking fell off of it. Because it's like, it's not going to take his weight. He was such a fat ass. It was actually crazy. I wouldn't be surprised if he was like diabetic at that point. Probably not, but you know. Yeah, fun times, fun times. <sighs> yeah, a bunch of shit happens. Damn, I miss those retarded times. It was beautiful. So beautiful. There's no responsibilities. Oh, and we built tree houses all the time. We had so many tree houses. Jesus Christ. I remember one time a fucking pedophile, like a well-known pedophile slash rapist, literally broke our tree house. Why the fuck would you do that? I don't get it. But it was this well-known, well-known <laughs> fucking neighborhood pedophile, <laughs> neighborhood rapist that just ruined our treehouse. And we're like, why the fuck did he do this? Man, the place I grew up was fucking hectic. You know, it's fucking guns going off. People shooting. Oh my God, I remember this one time. Me and my friend, we were coming back from the gym. I think we were like 16 years old at the time. 16 years old, maybe 15 years old. And we were coming back from the gym. At the time, I was working out, but it wasn't really, you know, it wasn't really doing anything. It was just like, okay, whatever. I hadn't even hit puberty yet, so all the workout, it didn't do shit. It didn't do shit for me. No testosterone. It's not gonna. It's not gonna work. <laughs> so, at the time, I was like, oh shit. It was late at night, coming back from the gym, and um, we're going up the staircase. Because uh, we have to go through this little overpass, like under this overpass, to, you know, on our way home. And we were walking up these stairs. And at the top of the stairs, it's this place in the neighborhood that everyone knows all the drug dealers are always standing in that corner. They're always standing in the corner. They're always selling shit. And there's always some bullshit happening. Like a lot of time wasting. Like people, like drug dealers just standing there with their friends, just wasting time smoking and... Sometimes they, like, have hoes or whatever the fuck. You're doing nothing, just talking shit. You know, just standing on the block. And we're standing there one time. And I guess some, you know, junkies were um, there to buy something. But they were really out of it. It was a man and a woman, both somewhere in their 40s. And they looked like meth heads. When I say meth heads, I mean legitimate meth heads. And I remember this fucking memory so vividly because it was so scary. So much adrenaline just imprinted this shit in my brain. We walk up the stairs. We're about to pass because every time, sometimes you like dap them up if like if you know the people. And sometimes you just like trying to not look and just like walk past, right? But these these two meth heads, they were causing a ruckus. A man and a woman in their 40s. You know, the one of the guy, the guy is bald. The other girl, I think she was like a redhead and her hair was just like all over the place. And um, yeah, we walk up and as we're walking up the steps, we're about to get to the final like, like 15 steps. And we just see this man pull out 
a gun. He pulls out a gun because he's like arguing with this bitch. Pulls out a gun and he's pointing it at her head. And we're like way too close to them to like turn around and back off because it's going to be so sus. Like, hey, you running? Like, what did you see? Type shit. So he pulled, he literally had a gun, like a, I don't know what it was, but had a long barrel. I remember it having a long barrel, this handgun. I don't know if it was a revolver, but he's pointing at her head and he's pushing the gun like on her head. He's like damn near pistol whipping her. And she's like, stop it, stop, stop. But she's like, you know, being a meth head. So it's like the meth head kind of stops. Like, hey, watch. She's not even running away because it seemed like this was like a regular occurrence in her life. She was like, oh, here he go, pulling out the gun. So what she does, she has a purse on her, right? She's like, don't fuck with me. And then she she goes into her purse and pulls out a tiny revolver. I swear to God, I remember this shit so vividly. She pulls out a gun and she points it at him. Now they're fucking Mexican standoff. Literally pointing at each other. And me and my friend, we're like two steps away from the stop. Like we're literally like damn near rubbing shoulders with them. And they got a gun out pointing at each other. They're not even noticing us. And me and my friend, we seeing this, we start like picking up the pace. We're like, okay, let's fucking walk fast. We get through the uh, overpass, right? And then we go down a hill because like you go up these stairs, you go through the overpass and then you go down this hill. We go down this hill. So we're like out of shooting range, but we're like talking about, yo, what the fuck was going on? What the fuck is happening? As we're talking about it, again, remember, fucking pitch black, right? Late at night. We just hear a fucking gun go off. Even though we were out of range at this point, we're like out of sight. We hear this fucking gun go off. We start doing the fucking dash so fucking fast. We just run to the building that we still live in, this project building. We run to the building and we're typing in like the the code to the building so fast and we're just opening it. And then we, we don't even take the elevator. My friend lived in the first floor. I lived on the third floor. We just run. Dude, we just fucking run home. Um, he, we go up the stairs. He goes off in the, in the, in, on, the first, on the first floor. I, we dab each other up. All right, see you tomorrow. And I just run up to my fucking apartment that we had at the time. And we just go home and we just like didn't tell anybody anything. We were so scared. But that was that was some that was some shit that was just, just happened. In a hood. Fuck you mean. It's gotten a lot calmer around here because a lot of people are locked up and just moved on with their life and just stopped doing that shit. Um in this neighborhood at least. Like there's still like shit going on, like in other neighborhoods. And there's still shit going on in this neighborhood, but it's for sure. It feels like it's dialed down from what it used to be, but hey, might be shit going on, you know, behind, behind the scenes that are still like, you know, kind of wild. But I don't know. There was just one generation that I grew up with, um, and it was just very hectic in this in this neighborhood. I think it was like a point in time where it was like a lot of mass immigration. And then people having, like, their first set of kids, like, growing up and becoming teenagers over here. And, you know, just being in poverty because it's, like, big families in these cramped apartments and these apartment buildings. 
and it's just like everybody's life is affecting everybody and you know kids start hanging out with each other bad influence on bad influence and just you know just a mess just a mess and it was plenty of times where life could have just gone down the fucking drain by the bullshit that we were doing um a lot of illegal activities but i would like try to stay away from that shit because i i know where the fuck that would lead and i know a lot of people that went down the very bad path and i just i went down a worse path <laughs> i became an influencer it's like no i love my job this is beautiful i love this shit um yeah yeah Yeah, I know a lot of people. I recently recently found out that one of my um, middle school friends died. And that shit was like, damn. Dude had a good heart. He would just like get in. He would get in bullshit because he was just affiliated with some people. He was like easily influenced. But damn, he was like, he really wanted more out of life. Um, But he was just, he was such a goofball. Yeah. Damn. R.I.P. Man. She getting deep. She getting deep in this bitch. Nah, but yeah, so much shit that was going on in the neighborhood. I remember one time. Okay, so the way they would, they would deliver mail, they used to have these. Um, the mailman would used to have these motorcycles, these yellow motorcycles, with like a big box in the front. I think they were electric. Yeah, they were definitely electric. There are these yellow, very bright yellow motorcycles with this big box in the front uh, that they would, like, carry all the letters and the newspapers in. And uh, they would deliver the mail right around the time. This is in sixth grade. Right around the time we would have, like, lunch break, like, recess. And at the time, they were reconstructing our school. So we had to have class, like, my grade sixth grade uh had to have like our class in like this like this preschool like building but they like remade it for sixth graders so like they had a whiteboard and everything and like they had all the chairs and the the desks and um yeah we would go out on lunch breaks and they would deliver like the the mailman just taking a lot of fucking mail in his arms and just go in the building and it's like seven stories and he just and each story has like four apartments so he takes a bunch of you know letters and newspapers and commercials brings them up and he's taking a while to you know deliver everything so what we did as sixth graders we would always like literally every fucking lunch break i don't know how they didn't learn they would always just keep just keep leaving the fucking key in they would always do this but every time we saw (laughs) the key being in the motorcycle we would steal the motorcycle we would just take it and just drive off we would just drive off remember one time my friend just took it and drove i think one time this kid with ADHD, like, he was, like, a fucking de- fucked up kid. Um, no father in his life. Fatherless activity, literally. He would, he took it and just drove it into a lake. Like, the the fucking lake that's around here. Because I live 
we live close by a lake. Um, just drove it into the lake with everybody's letters, everything. Um, but my friend one time, he uh, he took the motorcycle and he just drove it. And he got to like this hill, this downhill. And he realized he didn't know how to brake. He didn't know where the brake was. So he just jumped off. He just jumped off the fucking wildest, awesome Tom Cruise shit. He just jumps off so wild and shit is going downhill. And it was like a steep downhill. Um, he just jumped and I just fucking hit the railing and it, we just ran away. We were so scared. We were like, what the fuck did we just do? We just ran away. And we just ran away. And then we went to get lunch at the school cafeteria and just pretending like nothing happened. And the teachers would, <laughs> the teachers would, and that was the, damn, that was my homie that died, that passed too, he did that shit. So funny. Damn. <laughs> and then, I remember one time, there was this car, um, I don't know why, but every time somebody would walk past it, it would like sound off an alarm. Like it was super sensitive alarm. I don't know, there was something wrong with the car. But every time you would just walk past the car, it would just, the alarm would go off for a few seconds. And me and my friend, this guy that um, fortunately passed away, RP, we just like stood on like behind the car. And every time somebody passed it, we were like, you know, if this, if this, if you walk past this car and alarm goes off, it means you're ugly. Like it's sounding the alarm because you're so ugly. You're setting off the alarm. And everybody who passed, they would, because it was like this road. Like you would have, there was no other way to get around the car. You would have to like walk literally like right past it. Every time somebody walked past it, the alarm would go off. Would go off. We were like, yeah, you're fucking ugly. Of course. What did you expect? <laughs> you're so ugly. You're setting off the car alarm. <laughs> And we just did that for 20 minutes of like all the other kids walking past the teachers. But we're like, it's because you're ugly. <laughs> so goofy, man. Just do dangerous shit, too. Some dangerous ass shit would happen, too. We'd be like, hmm, what was it? I, I didn't I didn't do this shit because it was like super fu- it's way too dangerous I was like hell fucking no but there's this um our uh, public transportation system at the time at least the trams would like have this little hook on the back of it that you can like that they attach like the different um cars in like the different cars cars it's cars like a tram has like several cars um like segments but they had like these hooks these bulky hooks that they would like attach them through like from cart to cart and the end of these trams would always like have a hook you know poking out it's not like a hook hook but like you know that attaches to the other cart but you know at the end of it there's no other cart so the hook is just sticking out my friends would just like instead of going into the tram and just go from one stop to the other they would sit on this hook outside of the tram and just ride from one stop to another instead of just getting in the tram. 
And that shit was so dangerous because you have to just hold, you just have to grip yourself. And it's going like really fast. It's going like at least like 50 miles an hour. Yeah. And they would just sit on this hook and then hop off when it stopped at the next stop. And I'm like, what the fuck, guys? I'd be like, I'm not doing that shit. There's one slip up and it's over with. Got into a lot of bullshit when we were kids. It's kind of crazy. Now that I think about it, we just did a bunch of shit, man. <laughs> Why did I just do a deep dive into the shenanigans of a boy growing up here? People don't do these shits no more. People don't go out in gangs no more and pull out guns on each other. While being fucked up off meth. Just tweaking. Because they're on their phones. What are you, gay? Go do... Go enact. Go indulge in criminal behavior. Indulge in criminal behavior. Stop it. Stop being on your phone. Yeah, man. That's my, <laughs> that's my, now you know everything. I didn't expect this episode to go this way. You know, we just be uh, raw dogging episodes. And sometimes you be raw dogging your childhood. That's crazy. Chill out. I didn't say that. I did, but. Hey, man, free me. Free me. Free me and free thugger. Free big slime out the cage. Damn. Georgia district attorney finna press charges on me too. Indicted. I did everything right and they indicted me. Trump is hilarious, bro. What a fucking character. What a G. <laughs> That's the goal, really. Just go and become a billionaire and be like, you know what? It's not enough. I need to be the president. And then after I'm done being the president, I'm going to just talk shit to other politicians. Fuck you. Election was rigged. Go to the go go to DC, overthrow the Capitol. <laughs> yeah. Side missions, man. They be so random. Well, it's wrapped up my childhood. There's nothing else, guys. That's it. That is all. No, there's a bunch of shit. There's a bunch of shit. Shit comes to mind. I will tell. Probably tell more of the shit. More wild shit on Patreon, perhaps. If people are really interested in what it was like growing up in the hood in Sweden. Just so much illegal shit happening. Oh, I remember one time. This was so funny. I think a dr- like this one guy he was selling drugs. How every story opens up with in the hood. This guy was selling drugs, right? But he had like re-upped. Like he had just gotten a big batch. And he was like stashing it outside in the woods. Like an idiot. But it was like, it wasn't like weed or anything. I think it was like some form of, I don't know, some form of meth or some shit. But I know it's like, it was like an upper, I believe. I think it was an upper 
anyways, he had bought like a bulkin of this. I think it was like worth $6,000 or some shit. The amount that he had stashed in the woods, just somewhere on the mountain. And he couldn't find his stash. He's like, yo, somebody must have taken my stash. Who the fuck? You went alone in the woods one day when you got the stash and just stashed it by yourself. Who the fuck? You you don't think you would notice anybody following you in the middle of the woods where it's fucking quiet? You would have known if somebody was following you. But he was like an older guy. So I was just like observing him and his friends. They're just like, yo, what the fuck? You can't find it? That was like $6,000. And at the time, it was like, yo, that's so much. You gotta, you can't just lose this shit. Um, so they all just went into the woods to look for, I don't know, some drugs in a bag. And they couldn't find it. That shit was so funny. That shit was so funny that they just lost $6,000 worth of it because you stashed it outdoors. It fucking rains. What if it just... What if a, a deer <laughs> got to your stash? I mean, obviously, you're, like, covered in some shit, but still. Can't do that. Can't do that. Man. That's what it is. Damn, I really grew up in a hood now that I'm thinking about it. All my stories are, like, doing illegal shit. Something to do with drugs and drug dealers. That shit felt so normal though at the time. And then I hear people talk about their like childhood, and it was like, yeah, we would just go out and party. I would sneak out the house, like some Disney shit. Like we were so poor, I didn't know. I this is an honest thought that I had. I'm so serious. We were so poor at the time. When I would see in Disney movies. That kids would have their own rooms, like own bedrooms that was just for them with their posters and, you know, the bands that they liked. And, you know, they would have cars on the walls and, you know, they, it was just their room. I, we, were, we were so poor that I thought that was fiction. I didn't know that people lived in houses like that's how deep into the project that I in the projects that I was. I was sharing my room with two of my siblings. There's just three kids in a room. Three beds. And it's not a big room in an apartment. And yeah, a tiny place. So when I would see that in Disney, I was like, oh, what a fairy tale. Like, it used to be like, oh, when you see explosions and fucking Fast and Furious 10, a car is jumping from building to building. You're like, that's fake. All it took was somebody having their own room to me. It was like, that's, come on, we're having, yeah, but we're having fun. It's fictional. This is a fun show. This is such a fictional show. Look, they're having their own, and they have their own bathroom to the room. We had one bathroom. We had one bathroom. Everybody just had to wait. One one bathroom with the shower in it, and you just have to wait. If you need to take a number one, number two, whatever it is, you got to wait. And yeah, just seeing everybody having their own rooms. I was I was like, that's not real. And then like I visited some friend and I just see him have his own room. I was like, wait, hold on. This shit is real. People have their own room 
I was in such disbelief. But that's because that's how I grew up. You know, every me and everybody around me in this apartment complex would just live like that. So if you live like that and everyone you know lives like that, and only time you see like property, private property is on the TV, you'll be like, that's funny. <laughs> that's funny what they did there with the personal rooms. Okay, fucking, what is this, the Rockefellers? Yeah. <laughs> that's funny. Damn, I really grew up in the projects, bro. What the f- as I'm saying this, I'm just realizing how poor we were. We were just making, we are just surviving each month with a razor-thin margin every time. I don't think I realized how close to homelessness we probably were. Nah. Uh, my parents were hardworking. Shout out, shout out parents, man. Shout out my parents. Shout out my parents. Maybe that's where I get it from, working hard. Now I get to have a lazy day because I've been frying my brain these past this past week. Just with the stand up. I love stand up. It's been so much fun. Um, stand up. Coming up. I've been writing a lot. I think I wrote like four different premises for skits yesterday. Um, yeah. And today podcast, I'm going to be editing. I'm going to have another hour after this for the Patreon. If you haven't subscribed to the Patreon, check it out. Um but yeah, I'm recording another hour for the Patreon after this and then editing and probably continue, you know, refining the scripts and probably, you know, preparing a skit to post on Friday or perhaps Saturday. Um, yeah, busy schedule, busy schedule, busy man, gots to be, gots to be. Fortunately enough, today's rest day from the gym. So instead of going to the gym, spend that time editing and making sure everything is set today. Yeah, man. Shit is shit is great. <clears throat> Beautiful. Guys, I think we're doing well on time, guys. I think we're doing it superbly on time. I see here that you got like 55 minutes of, uh, you know, footage. Closing in on an hour. But I feel like that was a good note to end it on. Just the how poor, how how disgustingly poor. Just gross, poor people cramped up in a building. Just we're all immigrants, like sardines in a can. That's what we were. Just disgusting immigrants. We, I'm saying we. It's not racist if I'm in there. Um, yeah, we up now, though. Now I got my own room. I'm living the fucking dream. Pussy. <laughs> Nah, um, thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, check out the Patreon if you haven't. I'm gonna switch over to that uh, now. But yeah, shout out, um, shout out lobsters. They live forever. Thank you guys so much for listening. Peace out.